so I'm in uh, the heart of KL, um, early for an event that's beginning only in an hour. So while I'm waiting, I will look at Genesis chapter 7. And this is verse 6. Noah was 600 years old when the floodwaters came on the earth, and Noah and his sons and his wife and his sons' wives entered the ark to escape the waters of the flood. Pairs of clean and unclean animals of birds and of all creatures that move along the ground, male and female, came to Noah and entered the ark as God had commanded Noah. Oh, that, that's convenient. Yeah, he didn't have to go and fetch all these animals. They, they just came to him and they entered the ark. Um, God commanded Noah that he had to do this, but well, God kind of helped him out. Now, got all the animals come to him. Uh, verse 10, and after seven days, the floodwaters came on the earth. That's very, very ominous. Uh, these waters like almost attacking the earth, filling the earth. So verse 11, in the 600th year of Noah's life, on the 17th day of the second month, on that day, all the springs of the great deep burst forth, and the floodgates of the heavens were opened, and rain fell on the earth for 40 days and 40 nights. Okay, so it repeats Noah's age twice. So verse 6, Noah was 600 years old. Verse 11, it's the 600th year of Noah's life. So it's a very exact timing as to when this happened. Even gives us a day, the 17th day of the second month. 17th of February, something like that. Uh, but I want us to know that this is a historical event. And it also marks it against Noah's lifespan. So this was an event in the calendar of his life. This is something significant that uh, maybe he remembered uh, as one of those big events that happened in his life. And what happened was on this particular day, um, the springs of the great deep burst open and the floodgates of the heavens were open. So both directions from top and bottom, the water looks like the taps were opened. So this is very interesting because it's kind of like the reverse of how um, God separated the waters. Yeah, so in chapter 1 and verse 6, um, God separates the waters above and the waters below. He makes this expanse. And this is um, the second day, I think. Yeah, on the second day. So he separates both waters, but now it's as if God removes that separation and now the waters uh, fill the earth from top and bottom. So the heavens open and there's rain, but also the floodgates um, uh, uh, from the, sorry, the springs of the great deep burst forth as well. So it's, and this is significant because it's almost like a reversal, a reversal of creation, almost a decreation that's happening in this act of judgment. So it's a reversal, it's kind of a rolling back of um, the act of creation. Verse 13, on that very day, Noah and his sons, Shem, Haph, Ham, and Japheth, together with his wife and the wives of his three sons, entered the ark. They had with them every wild animal according to its kind, all livestock according to their kinds, every creature that moves along the ground according to its kind, and every bird according to its kind, everything with wings, pairs of all creatures that have breath of life then came to Noah and entered the ark. 
the animals going in were male and female of every living thing, as God had commanded Noah. Then the Lord shut him in. So this repetition of every kind, every kind, livestock every kind, creatures of, of every kind that move on the ground, birds of every it's again a subset, a sample of all of creation. It's almost a mini creation event that's happening inside the ark. And so God takes the sample, stores it and preserves it inside the ark, and then God shuts Noah in as if he separates him from what's going to happen outside, all this judgment. Verse 17, for 40 days the flood kept coming on the earth, and as the waters increased, they lifted the ark high above the earth. The waters rose and increased greatly on the earth, and the ark floated on the surface of the water. So you can imagine the water is rising steadily higher and higher and higher, and on top of the water is this, is this ark. It's just rising higher and higher and higher. Uh, the waters rose and covered the mountains to the depth more than 20 feet. Every living thing that moved on the earth perished, birds, livestock, wild animals, all the creatures that swarm on the earth, and all mankind. Everything died. Everything was swallowed up by this water and even the mountains. So it gives you a sense of the scale and the depth of this water, of this judgment, of this coverage over the earth. Everything it's kind of like decreated again. You know, remember the separation of the land and the sea. Now that's also been reversed. So day two, the separation of the sea and the sky. Now the separation of the land and the sea itself is been reversed. It's almost as if all of creation has been wiped out. At verse 22, everything on dry land that had the breath of life in its nostrils died. Every living thing on the face of the earth was wiped out. Men and animals and the creatures that moved along the ground and the birds of the air were wiped from the earth. Only Noah was left and those with him in the ark. And the waters flooded the earth for 150 days. And that's how chapter 7 ends. Um, talking about the waters. It's almost as if the waters are a character in this story. The waters from the heavens, the floodgates of heavens, or the waters from the deep. God uses the waters to wash away, to bury, to wipe away all of life and such that everything is extinguished except for Noah and those with him in the ark. I guess we get a picture here of what it means for God to preserve life, to save life. Um, he saves them from this judgment. Yeah, salvation is not just this thing that God gives us to make us happy, to make us joyful, but something that God takes us out of, out of this danger, out of this death, and keeps us from it, saves us from it, preserves us from it, and keeps us safe in this park. In this mode of salvation. And that's what he did with Noah, that's what he does with us through the Lord Jesus Christ. And, uh, Heavenly Father, thank you uh, for Christ. In him, we have this preservation, this life, this salvation, and we praise you for that. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.